Welcome to the Adventures in Online Business podcast, a podcast of two guys thinking out loud while building and scaling their online businesses. Now, if you enjoy the podcast, we'd ask that you go to your favorite podcast app or player and rate, review, and subscribe. Now, without further ado, here are those two guys building and scaling their online businesses, Stephen Faust and Michael Tanner. Michael Tanner, how are you doing this week, sir? Man, Stephen, I am doing good. How about you? How's things in Phoenix there? Oh, they're great. They're balmy. They're balmy. Balmy. 77 degrees today, but it's a beautiful sunny day, 77 degrees. And uh, boy, I just love living in Phoenix. I bet it's 77 degrees where you are in Atlanta. Not so much. I wouldn't call the 45 degree temperatures we have right now balmy. I certainly wouldn't wouldn't do that. Oh uh, and we've, you know, we've been 30s, 40s for the last week or so. Um, so it's, it's been a little chilly around here. Absolutely. Well, uh, it's two sides of the country, two different weather patterns. But, you know, we come together like we do every week to talk about online business and some of the things that we're working through. And today I thought we would jump into a webinar discussion. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, I I think it's, it's really good. I, you know, I've, I've, uh, I've done a couple of those in the past. I've done a couple of webinars I would consider to be successful. I've done a couple that I would consider to be utter failures. Um, and I know you're planning to, uh, to do some webinars here coming up in, in your business. So yeah, let's, let's dive into them. Oh, it sounds great. I'm doing a webinar. My very, so let me say this. I have never had an unsuccessful webinar ever. <laughs> That's a good way to look at ever, it. Ever. Right. That. I am I zero that. for zero right now, which means <laughs> I have a chance to knock it out of the park. But if I don't knock it out of the park, I have a chance to learn a ton about webinars, the process, the things that uh, maybe don't work as well, things that work well, the audience response, the reaction, the follow up. All of these things, I have an opportunity. So I go into it eyes wide open to recognize that although I haven't done it before, there is no outcome that is possible that won't move the ball forward in my business and in my knowledge of webinars. So from that standpoint, I'm super excited to, to give this a shot. Yeah, no, I, you know, I think you're exactly right. You know, I mentioned that I've had a couple that I consider to be successful. I've had a, a couple that I, I consider to be utter failures. And, and when I say utter failures, it's, it's mainly because I launched the webinar to radio silence to to crickets. You know, you. Now I was you, there for one of them. I remember. That, that's right. You you've been there in in most of them actually. But um, you see, folks, he doesn't count me as a participant for whatever oh, reason. On, so give me a break. <laughs> I don't rise to the level of participant status. Oh no, that, you know that's not true. Um, me and Teresa, yeah, me and Teresa, we're always there. And Teresa, for those of you right. who don't know, is a super yeah. fan. Totally, totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. And, you know, but, uh, you know, you you do these things and, and you, you know, you envision, oh, I'm going to have hundreds of people there or or 50 people there at least or something like that. And you you end up with three or four. And, and me and you joke about this all the time about listening to our podcast or reading our articles or whatever that, you know, yeah, there's there's 10 people that, that read that, but they're all family, yeah. um, you know, and I kind of feel the same way sometimes is you have this, this webinar, but all, everybody, all four people that are there are 
kind of family there, mastermind group members or community members that, like you say, are kind of super fan members. Um, but look, listen, I mean, all those folks that are there are important and we talk about the content and we, you know, we kind of nerd out on whatever the content is and we enjoy fellowship with one another and we have a good time. Um, and then other times I've had webinars where, you know, people show up and you don't necessarily know them, right? They're, they're, they're new to the group, new to the webinar. And, and so you get to know them, you get to share content with them. Uh, but to your point, you learn through the process. Um, and whether you consider it to be a failure or a success, you can always rely on the fact that you learn a lot from each time you do it. And I think, I think looking back on your webinars, if like Teresa now, you know, Teresa being a super fan, one that engages with much of your content. If, if right. you have Teresa on and it's only Teresa, what that turns into is you pour everything you have into Teresa, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So it's Absolutely. not, it's not now, if no one shows up, maybe that's a different story, but if you have one person from your world, from your community that is enjoying or engaging in your content, then you pour into them as if there were a thousand people in that, in that webinar, because the difference you can make for one person is significant. So don't underestimate that. And, and I have to drink my own Kool-Aid here a little bit because I, uh, you know, I worry about stuff like that. Maybe, maybe needlessly so. This is a little bit of this imposter syndrome that a lot of online entrepreneurs face that am I really going to add value to people that show up on the webinar? That's something that I kind of internally struggle with. And sometimes as a result, I try to, I try to overdo it. I try to put yeah. too much content into different. Now I haven't done a webinar, so I can't say I've done it on a webinar, but I've done other online trainings. I've done other presentations. And sometimes I try to over pack it with stuff just to, you know, I think prove to myself that I'm bringing enough value for someone to sit there yeah. and listen. So I'm learning kind of the lessons and other ways I've been communicating stuff to people that I'm, I'm now thinking about how do I apply that to a webinar in a, in a smarter way and, and keep the process moving as opposed to getting bogged down into a bunch of content that's really not suited for that environment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you bring up a very good point, Stephen, and, and I should be clear and say, when I say one of my webinars was an utter failure, then really what I just mean is it didn't get as many people into the webinar. I didn't get as many people in the webinar as I wanted, right? I had some expectation of how many people would join the webinar and I didn't get anywhere close to that number. But to your point, it's really important for those that do show up, if it's just one or if it's four or, or if those that do show up are all your friends and they know a lot of what you're going to share with them anyway. And, and you still, man, you just do everything you can to serve them, to pour into them. Me and you talk about numbers and we talk about, you know, if we had 10 people show up in our living room one day, right. That that would feel a lot different than 10 people out there in the World Wide web on a webinar, obviously. But if you had 10 people or, or just two people show up to your living room one day, you wouldn't just ignore them or you wouldn't send them away, send them home and, and not converse with them, not fellowship with them, right? So when you get on this webinar, even if it's just two, man, you're going to pour into those folks. You're going to serve them as best you possibly can, uh, even though it's just the two. And so 
Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, sometimes we we call these failures because they don't get the numbers we want, but the success is in us serving those that do show up. Yeah, and if I get two people that show up to my webinar on Wednesday, this coming Wednesday at 7 p.m. in Phoenix, if I get two people to show up, you, I'm going to practice. It's practice time, right? Because there's no... Absolutely. It, it, other than not having anyone show up, if you have one person show up, you get to exercise the webinar muscle of practicing your your delivery, practicing your connection, practicing the engagement that you can draw from those two people. You can answer more questions. And if I'm one of those two people that are attending, I'm looking at this going, man, what an opportunity because I can probably get every question I have answered because I'm not trying to compete with a hundred other people here uh, in, in the, in the webinar. So that's a, that's a great opportunity for those that now this is, do you hear my dog barking? I do. Yeah. Course. See this, I'm not editing this out either. This is just yeah, part I, of real conversations you, right you here. You should not, you should not. Yeah. So uh, somebody's at the door. Uh, my, you know, just as an aside, my, my 15 year old son's got two of his friends coming over to spend the night and uh, we're getting pizza tonight, but that's what that is. I'm sure they're they're showing up here. They probably just showed up, and your dog let you know. Yeah, and they're going to go ride the mini bike. If oh, uh, if like if fun. you've listened to our prior episodes around Christmas time, you know that we got a mini bike, and I'm going to have to get a, a an off air dune cart update uh, one yes. of these days. I'll give you one. Of <laughs> oh, that's great. But but I'm really excited and I'm really nervous. So for everybody out there that's done a webinar, considering doing a webinar, or thinking about a different way to connect with your with your tribe with your audience with your ideal potential customers out there i have i have kind of different emotions about it i'm excited to be able to do it because i think it will it will take me to a place uh, of discomfort that i haven't been and cause me to think about my business differently i'm excited about that now i'm nervous about wednesday at 7 p.m. i'm nervous about that because uh, I haven't exercised that muscle, and until I do, I'm not going to know quite how it's going to react or respond to that. So I'm I'm really looking at this from two two sides. And I had a call I had a call this week, and we talk about this all the time on the podcast. That if you're not in a mastermind group, if you're not in a relationship with somebody who who is going down on a similar or parallel path, or uh, a complimentary path is you, you're missing out on an opportunity. But I had a, a call with a gentleman, his name's Frank, uh, Frank Lipsky, and he's, he's a fire captain uh, in, where does he live? He lives in, is it Colorado or, no, he's back in the central time zone. But he, he is a fire captain, a, like a, a chief and all, and he has an online business. And He's been struggling with things on his own with his courses and things like that. And he had a, we had a call and he, and he flat out told me to knock it off. And he says, I'm not getting off this call until you give me a date and it better be soon. Because what he did is he says, I just said, screw it. I'm getting over my fear. I'm just going to go do it. If no one shows up, if no one buys anything, I don't even care. I care, but it's not the reason that I'm doing it. I'm doing it to prove to myself that I can come up with this, this process, deliver it live. It's always easier to sit back behind a recording that you can hit pause and redo and retake and edit and, and make it appear 
uh, like a really clean recording. And there's nothing wrong with that. But to do it live, to say, you know, enough's enough. Stake in the ground. I'm going to go do this live. We're going to see what happens when the dust settles. And then I'm going to take that, learn from it and figure out a way forward to make this a regular part of my marketing and business while adding value to those people, whether they buy or don't buy, but adding value in some way to those people that attend the webinar. So that's the headset I'm in. That's where I'm thinking. And and uh, I'm a little nervous about it, but I'm just going for it. And whatever happens, happens. So, well, first of all, I, I think you said his name was Fred, I think. Right? Frank, Frank. Frank. I, I think Frank and I would get along. I like Frank already. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know him, but I, I think I like and him. And just already. so you know, I've had the same conversation with Frank because he gets in his own head, too. And that's why we need each other in community with people going through this. Totally. I, I agree. So, well, tell me, well, I got two questions for you, I guess. First of all, logistically, how do you plan to host the webinar? Are you going to do it in Zoom, kind of the way we do our podcast here and some of our other meetings? Or are you doing some some webinar tool like Easy Webinar or Webinar Jam or something like that? What's your what's your Yeah, call? you hit it first. It's Easy Webinar, um, okay. which, you know, in my head can get confused with EverWebinar, which is yep. not, yep. don't want to go there. Uh, with ever webinar, but it's, you know me, I'm the king of the tool. I, I, I'm a king of, of apps and tools. So uh, I could have done a YouTube unlisted and done that within Kajabi and created all this stuff. Um, I could have, but you know me, if there's a good opportunity to go buy a tool, I'm buying it. I will never find it. You know, the Will Rogers says, I never met a man I didn't like. I never met a tool I didn't buy. <laughs> right. right. So yes. I went in and I got a, a 2021 kind of 30, 40% discount on an annual plan to Easy Webinar. Yep. So, and the reason I went to Easy Webinar, I, I did like a lot of people do. I went in and I, I researched the top webinar tools. I got a trial to Webinar Jam. I didn't like some aspects of that because it didn't allow you to do evergreen webinars. Um, so I canceled that. It was like a dollar trial for 14 days. I canceled that. Um, I, I checked out uh, Zoom because uh, I have a pro Zoom account and that's what you and I are recording on now. But to add webinar to Zoom was like $4.99 uh, for the year, which is okay. Let me compare that. So I went and found Easy Webinar because I'm in a program with Rick Mulready. He uses Easy Webinar. Amy Porterfield uses e Easy Webinar and, and promotes it. And so if it's good enough for these folks that are, yep. are, uh, big names in the business. And, and here's another tip for people that I trust them. I trust them. I've listened to them and engaged in their content and bought products from them long enough to know that they're the real deal. They're not, you know, uh, some 2 a.m. infomercial, you know, please buy my, my Ronco food de 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 dehydrator or whatever. Nothing. I've had one of those, by the way, I bought one of those too. <laughs> Those are pretty good, right? Uh, if you want beef jerky that you never eat. Uh, but, but so I, I got Easy Webinar and um, I've gone through some training on it. I've set up the webinar, the kind of the framework. I've got the registration page. I've got, I've got the event page built out. I've done all of the things. I'm, I'm not real comfortable with it yet. It's a little, uh, I don't know, maybe it's a, a webinar software kind of nuance or reality. It's just a little different than I thought, but it's not hard. I just have to spend the time doing the kind of the training and the research um, on each section. 
And uh, but I got it set up. I've already uh, put it out there on my Facebook page. I've uh, sent it to my email list. And all of that said, I, I'm beginning to get registrations. I registrations. I think as of the moment, I am up to a couple hours ago. I was up at 49 registrations. Awesome. So Man, that's great. Yeah, and that's I don't great. know what to expect. Right. I, I'm not sure what good is, but I'm so optimistic, as Zig Ziglar yeah. says. I would take my last $5 and buy a money belt with it, right? Yeah. And I, I've, I've bought the 500 plan, right? Because obviously I'm going to get 500 people that are going to be live with me. Not 100. Anybody can do 100. I bought 500, right. baby. Right. Well, you know, I think you know the reality. I mean, if you get, if you get 50 people registered, not all 50 of those are going to show up. And, and, you know, I think you know that. And there's lots of things that you can and should do leading up to the webinar to get that attendance percentage as high as you possibly can, you know, send them out emails the day of the, you know, hour before 15 minutes before whatever. Um, so you'll do those things, but you won't get a hundred percent of those that register into the webinar. And you know that, but I mean, you know, even, you know, 50% of that, say 50 rounded up one to 50, that's 25 people. What if 25 people showed up in your living room on Wednesday at 7? Yeah, my wife would uh, have a problem with that. Yeah, that's a big number. <laughs> that's a lot of pizza you have to have. That's great. Well, let me ask you this then. So if you're going to be using an easy webinar and, it, and it's true webinar software, then obviously you can set it up so that either they're seeing you on video or they're seeing maybe some slides that you're sharing or, or both. But you're not going to be, you're not going to see them, I don't believe, their camera face-to-face -face like we do in Zoom and all right. that. So what is it you feel like you're nervous about or are you, what makes you fearful? Yeah, that's a great question. And, and I think it's, I just think it's confidence in my ability to deliver the right message concisely in a way that adds value to those people for that amount of time versus and one of the things I've struggled with, with my message is I have an, this Army Promotion Points online course. And what I'm learning is I've tried to market that. And this is, you know, niche 101. I've tried to market that to everybody within the military, within ranks E1 to E5. And, and what I'm finding is, is based on some, some feedback and, you know, people sending me questions and things is that that course, the course that I have right now and the offer that I have, if you're already a senior E4 or an E5, it's probably not the right course for you because it's more foundational, right? So one of the things that I'm doing is being much clearer and more intentional in my copy to say, this is ideal for, uh, early promoted, recently promoted E4s and below looking for these types of things. So I'm trying to attract, working to attract the right people into the webinar. So I'm on easy webinar now. And one of the things that I say on my registration page is if you are a specialist E4 or below and want to clearly understand the fundamentals of the Army Promotion Point System, then this free live workshop is for you. Right. So if That's somebody stuff, if somebody goes to the registration page and you know, a lot of people are just going to either register or not register, not read anything. But if you spend 10 seconds and see that first blurb, 
you're going to say, oh, that's not for me. And that's great because I want right now 49. I want 49 of the right people there. And and it doesn't guarantee I'm getting 49 of the right people. But what it does do is give me a greater likelihood that I'm going to get the right more of the right people. And so I'm being a little well, I'm being a lot clearer in my copywriting and my messaging because I'm just not I haven't been attracting the right mix of people to my content, right? Because it's uh, now, what can someone do in that case? Well, I can go develop content that's more advanced, right? Or I can just say, you know what? I have a product. I've sold a few copies of it. Let's not go try to go create something new and generate that. Let's lean on what I already have and let's try to target it and focus it in on the right audience that it's going to add the right value to. It might make it a little tougher from a marketing standpoint, given my general audience that I have today, but it's worth the effort uh, to do that. So um, I've, I've attracted, and, and this kind of says that, I've attracted to my 153 people have viewed the registration page, right? right. And 49 have registered. So that says that 100 and, yeah, you know, 100, uh, 104 have said, Either I don't like what I see, I clicked the wrong button, or I'm not the right person, or I'm no longer interested. I don't know why I clicked the button. So it's at least sending the people that maybe aren't the right fit, a good number of them away, which is what we ultimately want to do in a nice, nicest way we can. Yeah, but but also think about that that opt-in ratio, right? So you got roughly 150 people that have seen your landing page and and you've got roughly 50 that have opted in, that's 33% of those that have shown up on your landing page that have opted in. Um, So clearly what's taking them to the landing page is also targeting them pretty well, you know, also. And then they get there, and to your point, they they see that, the the clarity that's there and say, oh, this is me, and then they register. So that's, that's good. Um, yeah. And and so the goal is is to is to get them to register and then the yeah. second goal is is to get them to show up and then the next right. goal is is to get them to watch and stay and the next goal is is to get them to at least uh see the offer that I have and it right. may or may not be right for them. So I put a lot of th- Maybe too much, but I'm putting a lot of time and effort in the presentation because I'm I'm dialed in on who it's for and who it's not for. And I may run some people off early on because I'm like, okay, this is too basic for me. But yeah. I, I'm dialing in that message. And I'm I'm also in Colin Boyd's self from Stage Academy that I'm using his templates and I'm using his scripts to put the presentation together. So it touches the right nerve and it it's not slimy or salesy adds value, but yet it helps, helps them see things and get to a point of decision uh, quicker and more clearly. So if the decision is, Hey, great, great training, or I got a few, if I got one insight out of it, I feel pretty good, but yeah, I'm not going to go, you know, spend X dollars for this. I'm not interested peace out. I'm fine with that. Absolutely. But at least do it in a way that those people that feel like they could take advantage of it have gotten value and have the opportunity to see the offer and decide whether it's right for them. And that's what easy webinar makes really, really 
uh, nice is you can have your offer pre-built. Mm-hmm. You click a yep. button and it just drops it in. Presents it right to them. Yeah. Presents it. They can click and buy. They yep. can also, you can provide, uh, uh, if you want to give them a special bonus or a lead magnet or something for showing up or waiting to the end, you can load that, click a button. It'll give them a, the button to download whatever it is you want right then. Um, it also allows polls. You can put polls in and say, hey, you know, I'm going to drop a poll in here. You know, uh, like I, I created a poll. Tell me what your rank is, right, uh, for example. And things like that make it, I think, maybe a little, yeah, I don't know what Zoom webinar is like, but maybe a little more purposeful than this product was built as a webinar tool versus maybe Zoom has a webinar add-on. So I don't know that, but but I like what I see. I'm locked in for a year. So you better believe every webinar I do is going to be easy webinar. And this is forcing me to say, you know what? One person shows up, I'm going to do it. And I think I'm going to do multiple lives and just learn how to do webinars. And then at some point in the future, maybe I'll go evergreen on something that works well. But I just got to get this muscle going. Yeah. Well, you know, I really, I really like and admire, you know, your your response to my question about what makes you nervous and what are you, what are you fearful of in, in doing this webinar? Because your fear is all in how well you can serve the audience that's there. You know, you hear so many people and these are, I'm not saying these are not legitimate fears, but they're worried about, well, you know, how will I look on camera or, you know, on video or what if I have technical difficulties and I can't overcome them and then we're live and, no, those are legitimate fears. I get that. Um, but I, I think it's a, uh, there's a lot of nobility in this fear of, can I give them the value that they came for? Right. And, um, I've got no doubt that'll be the case that you're going to give them the value that, that, uh, that they need. I mean, you know, this stuff like nobody I've ever met. So you can certainly, and you've, you know, you've got that teaching capability and, and, and all that. So, I'm certain that they're going to walk away from this with, um, you know, the knowledge that that they came for. So um, just rest assured of that. You may have technical difficulties and, you know, your hair may not be perfect on. Video. Oh, it's perfect. It's usually oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so it's you know. Better than mine, <laughs> well, you got to have hair to be. I don't know if what you have on the top of your head is considered hair. It's a Marine Corps haircut. You're ready to go back on active duty, man. I, I could. I, I, well, I, now this is a little long. Okay. For Marine actually. All right. But, but yeah, I mean, you know, you you'll do fine. You'll have you'll have a good time with it. And those that are going to be attending, I'm confident they're going to get the value uh, that they came for. So let me ask you a question. Worry. Let me ask you a question because you've done webinars, and I'm sure you've run into this. Uh, this is another fear that I have. I'll put out there, and and I'm sure others would have this as well. The first time you do something new like this. What have you done in the past? And this is, I think about, if you get a question, you can't answer. Oh, man, that's a good question. So, you know what, I'll just tell you this. I, this is what I teach in leadership training, right? In leadership training, I teach the fact that as the leader, you don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to have all the right answers. I, I feel like a lot of people have this you know, perception that, oh, well, if I'm going to step into a leadership role, I have to have all the answers. Uh, and that's not true. Uh, but in a, in 
in additional coaching of leaders, I'll say, well, if you, if you are ever asked a question that you don't know the answer to, don't make it up. Don't make up an answer, right? And, and be wrong about it. Instead, say to that person, you know what? That's a really good question. And honestly, right now, I don't have a good answer for it, but I'm going to get you an answer and I'll get back to you. Or, or sometimes it's an answer of, you know, I don't know the right answer right now, but, but we're going to figure this out together, right? If, you, if you're a leader of a team or something like that. But it's always better, in my opinion, just to say, you know what? I, I don't have a good answer for you right now but I will get a good answer for you and I'll get it back to you. And, and yeah. you got to follow up on that, right? You've got to, that's the key. You've got to, you've got to, you know, go and do the research or go find the the expert that does know or whatever. And then you got to get back to that person with, with a response to their question. Yeah. And, that, and that's absolutely true. And I see it that way. And I think about, cause I'm touting myself. This is a little bit of a, the imposter syndrome that creeps in. I am touting myself as the promotion points and leadership expert, right? So with that self-anointed title, I don't think that's a you know promotion points expert, whatever that means. Uh, to me, that means that I'm the shell answer man for those who remember that commercial. I'm the yep. shell answer man for all things promotion points. And to get a question that um, I get a little fuzzy on uh, because like all, like, the military is across the board. They don't, everything's in writing somewhere. It's out yes. there, right? Yep. I mean, yep. the, the promotion points system is not difficult. It is, it is disconnected and in a hundred different places. And my expertise is about bringing all of that together right. and making sure people can see this linear approach to promotion points and not have to spend hours and days and weeks and months trying to figure all that out and go find it on their own. Right. So it, as a promotion points expert, it's something I think about is it's hundreds of questions out there that I probably don't know the answer to because it's a very specific on this course I took, I didn't get the promotion points I was supposed to get. Why? Well, that that's a loaded question. So things like that. So I've got to figure out a way. And I just think it's, it's practice, it's confidence, it's being very comfortable with the presentation that I have, knowing that I'm locked in on that content, knowing that that I'm not going to solve every problem. I'm not going to teach every element or every aspect. I'm going to have three things that I go through that are going to be uh, taught and detailed enough and things that are outside of that. You know what? I have a course that's going to add more value for that. Or there's going to be another opportunity to do another session on another topic. But I think everybody out there, it can be easy to feel like you have to overteach, overshare, yeah. to cram everything in. And people say out there, you know, people that do this for a living say, well, if you overteach, then you're giving all your good stuff away. I, I think I look at it a little differently. If you overteach, you're confusing people because you're trying to to cram all this stuff in and they don't, it's too much yeah. in their head. Yeah. They're not going to catch it all. They, it's yeah. just too much, right? They can't parse through all that quick enough. Right. And, and to me, it's not about overvalue. I think you can give a ton of value and some of it's going to be in your paid product. Some of it's going to be in your webinar, but you can't get everything in and you can't expect people to retain all that. So you've got to moderate the amount of content you try to put in front of people because it will confuse people. And the goal of the webinar is to get people to go from neutral to get off of 
off of the couch and to go take an action and to go move the process forward so they can benefit from it. So that's the way I'm viewing it. We'll see if it's good or bad, right or wrong, but that's the way I'm viewing it. Yeah, well, that's a good view of it too. I mean, and, and look, I know that, you know, the word expert, much like the word leader, it, it's easy to, you know, to, again, have that perception that, well, if I'm going to call myself an expert, then I, I have to know the answer to every possible question that's out there. And the reality is that's just not true, right? And instead, I think you need to view it from the standpoint of those that are going to be in your audience. From their perspective, you are the expert because you know so much more about this than they do. Now, do they have the expectation that you know every single answer? I doubt it. We, you know, the imposter syndrome, we tend to put that on ourselves. But you know so much more about it than they do. I mean, I'm just imagining that, you know, that E2 or that E3 that's been in the Army for two or maybe three years. And here, you spent 11, I think it was 11 years, right? 11 years in the army and you went through this whole process and and now you know where these documents are and you know how to pull the important information out of these documents. That's the best expert that these E2s and E3s will have available to them while they're in the service. If they go to anybody else in their company office or whatever, they're going to get a manual handed to them. They're going to get some, some big Department of Defense document handed to them and they're going to be trying to figure it out on their own. You are the expert to them, uh, and that doesn't mean you've got to have the answer to every single question. So don't let that fear, don't let that imposter syndrome, uh, you know, stop you from from delivering the value that you can deliver to these guys. Yeah, and, and, gals. Yep. and one of the things that worries me about soldiers getting this information is, to your point, when they go when they go into their uh, their headquarters office or their their S1 or whatever you call it in, in your branch, it's the, one of the better things that can happen is they, they get a manual. Okay. That's because you know, that's good information. Uh, one of the things that worries me is somebody telling them something that's not right. Right. Sure. Because they don't have the experience or they think they have the experience uh, and don't, or they've been unsuccessful in navigating that journey for themselves. And then to yeah. give feedback or help or coaching to someone else, it's just, it, it could lead people down a path that they're going to waste time and energy and not get there as fast. So I worry about bad information, not that it's intentional, but just, just misinformation. People, people have different levels of experience and being a promotion points expert is not knowing to your point, everything about it, what it is, is I know more than they do right. right now. And that positions me to help them more. And since I've lived that journey, and this is a, you know, a tip for everybody. If, if, if you're, if you've lived it, walked it, done it, demonstrated it, boy, are you in a great position to be a, a teacher, a coach, a, a online course producer, uh, digital products, there's all kinds of things you could do. And that's, why I've gravitated towards this because I've lived and modeled and succeeded from this content that I teach. So that's, that's something that builds my confidence. I've got to stop letting the other things creep into my mindset around, do I have to be perfect? No, I don't have to be perfect. No one has to be perfect. You just have to go into it with the right intent, with the right service attitude to help and serve others. And there's going to be a troll. So be it. There's going to be a negative Nelly. So be it. 
that shouldn't dissuade you from getting your information out there for the one person it might help. It makes it all worthwhile. And that, that is such a good point there, Stephen. Cause, cause yeah, I mean, there's all types of fear that, that you have really no matter what you're trying to do, right? Fear of failure, fear of rejection, you know, to, you, you know, you talked about having a, uh, you know, a troll or some kind of heckler or something that's going to, come into to your webinar, whatever. I mean, yeah, there's plenty of fears that are out there. I have the magic but, pill. It's called turn the comments off. Yeah, mute them <laughs> or yeah, whatever. I mean, there's lots of te- not technical yeah. ways to deal with that kind of thing. But the important thing to, is make sure that your desire to serve those that are going to be there is more powerful in you than your fear of all these other things that 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 could go wrong or or, or whatever, right? So, I'm not suggesting the fears are not legitimate. They are legitimate and we all feel them. But as long as you maintain that passion to serve those that are there, yes. and that's stronger in you than those fears, then you can overcome them. Right? You know, it, it reminds me, and I'm not going to go all religious on everybody here, but it reminds me, I was just reading uh, about Sodom and Gomorrah in the in the Bible where, where uh, God, you know, um, Abraham, as an Abraham is asking uh, God, if there are, if there are 10 righteous people there, would you still destroy it all? And the response is no. If there are 10 righteous people there, I will not destroy it all. So the moral of the story to me is if you have one or more people on the webinar that are getting value, you have to set aside those others that are there for uh, maybe their own self-entertainment, right? And I don't think that's going to be, you know, prevalent or, or of any note, but that's, if I said I didn't think about that, I would just be lying. It's, sure. it's, sure. A, it's a mindset creep that gets in there that I, I think about how I'm going to respond to that, or maybe not respond because part of my personality might be, you know, I need to say something, you know, and I just got to not let that take me off my game. Right. Yeah. It's got to be it. So that's, that's good stuff. My friend, I know we're 37 minutes in. I I told you just for, so everybody knows, I told you, man, this could be a quick 20 minute episode. Yeah. And and not so much. I believe you when you said it. As soon as I opened my mouth, you knew it was at least 30. (laughs) So uh, that's another Another well, flaw. No, I mean, it's just we're, we're passionate about these things, yeah. and you're passionate love about it. giving the the audience the the you know the value that you that you hope to bring to them, and and so forth, and 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 we're vulnerable and transparent enough to share with people the the fears that that we're yeah. facing, and and the reality is, again, pretty much all of us are, are are facing these fears. So it's good stuff. So so if I were going to say, you know, hey, here's your call to action in in your um in your businesses, maybe it's a webinar, maybe it's a a video series or a course, whatever it is, Stephen and I know you've got fears that are holding you back from, from doing those things. And we would just submit to you that make sure that your desire to serve those that are gonna be there, those, those righteous few that are gonna be there for the right purpose, your passion to give them the value that they're seeking outweighs your fears and just go ahead and and take the action uh do what frank told steven here and just go schedule the thing put it on your calendar and go after it and get it done 
For the podcast here, be sure you go and check out adventuresinonlinebusiness.com. Adventuresinonlinebusiness.com. You'll find the show notes uh, for this episode and all of our other episodes there. This is episode number 67. And then also in the show notes there, you'll find links to all the stuff that Steven's doing online in his business and everything I'm doing online in my business as well. So again, whatever it is, webinar, whatever you want to do, go out there, get after it and grow your business.